Daddy Lady, the book club of love. Hi, dear Elizabeth. Happy Halloween. Hi, Barbara Ann. How's it going? Good. How are you? Great. I mean, of course, by the time we get this out, it's going to be after Halloween. It's Halloween day, but we haven't Halloweened yet. That's right. Well, well I you did been, last you, you were Halloweening. You have been Halloweening. I went to a party last night. What? Oh, Vera. Yeah? It was like a 40s, 50s murder mystery. That's what it was sold to me as. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. I put on a vintage dress yeah. and stockings and high heels wow. and um, curled my hair and did my makeup. And then we went to our party and like talk to people and everyone was really happy to talk to each other and Aww. it was so much fun I was That's like oh, nice. I'm a person you're a person I could person I've successfully personed last night it's really fun to dress up in your in your person clothes as opposed to your what uh stretch pants you just gave me all your stretch pants and you gave them right back <laughs> that is because I have way too many stretch pants of my own yeah. Barbara, I think we're betraying how old we are by calling them stretch pants. Yeah, I, and I did that so that I would paint that gross picture in your mind of <laughs> stretch pants. Not leggings. <laughs> and you say, do you have anything to say, talk about? I want to know how you're fielding, how you're playing the field. Oh. How's your dating app going? Vera, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you're not too happy about it. I'm not too happy about it. Okay. Help me get into this. I think the thing is like, as I'm doing more things like person parties, <laughs> I'm becoming less and less interested in virtual person. I am. Yeah. (laughs) And I think other people are feeling the same way, too, because other people are fielding the same way, too. Yeah. On Hinge, I'm still I'm checking Hinge a bit more. I'll go on field and then have no idea what the fuck's going on. And then I get off of it again. (laughs) I don't understand people fucking ping you. And like if you you can pay more for something. But Mm -hmm. then like, okay, there's like stars on top of people's faces. And then if you touch the thing, let's put it. Let's put a pin in field. So anyway, on Hinge, we're sending messages to each other. Like people will answer like once a week. Like, yeah, because they're out. They're yes, at a bar. Exactly. <laughs> they're in a movie. Meeting Talk- humans. Yes. <laughs> with their faces. Yeah, with their faces and their voices and their like, okay. I think I'm not the only person who's fielding the lack of enthusiasm for apps right now. Cool. That's great. So that's the state of the uh, uh, Los Angeles dating right now. That's my theory. Okay. I mean, you can let us know listeners, but I'm like, I'm actually like, ta- like it was so nice talking to people. Looking yeah. fancy and talking to people last night. Yeah. What else are we going to talk about, Barbara? I want to quickly tell the story that I said I would tell about my work experience that was shitty. Oh, golly. You had, you've had you had a shitty work experience? I was working for the company that everyone has a... Bad story about. That everyone hates. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, including me. Yeah, including you. <laughs> you left. You started working there first, and then I got hired. Probably you helped me get hired. Mm-hmm. It was so lonely and sad that I had to get my assistant in there. <laughs> Do you remember my assistant? Tina. Tina, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about Tina? I need to paint a picture. You and I were actually working in the same building on the same floor, not too many offices apart. But just somehow, like, that company just made me feel like we were, like, not in the same world. Mm-hmm. There's just something about that company that really separated people. Yeah. It made people feel lonely and isolated. Like, that could be their tagline. Come here to feel lonely <laughs> and isolated. I, uh, we were also in a building that was, like, it seemed like a mobile building, but it wasn't. Like, a two <laughs> because it was two stories. It okay, couldn't it was like a trailer. Yeah. It was, it was a real building, but it felt like a trailer. That My ceiling was made up of those cardboard panels with like little holes in them and stuff. And one of them had this stain on it that was like growing and growing like a dead body was up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at some point, someone came in and changed the panel out. Uh-huh. And then like the next week, the stain uh. was, <laughs> started growing back. 
It's like they switched out the panel, but not left the, the body. Left the body. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I also remember wait, another little story is that in our building was a recording studio. So like all the talent would have to go to the shitty little building, which I think is probably a bad idea, like the mm-hmm. least glamorous building. But they wouldn't provide any amenities for the talent. Mm-hmm. So the talent would just use our milk and stuff out of the fridge. Yeah. And so I had like the little half and half I'd bring in and it kept getting used up. So at one point I put on red lipstick and I drank <laughs> from it. <laughs> so this is my... And then still didn't matter. <laughs> People still used it. So disgusting. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, so my assistant, um, there was like a FedEx, like a little table outside my office. That like pe- a child's table. Yeah, where you'd put all the FedEx stuff to be yeah. like carried out. So I set up a little Tina's nameplate on that, <laughs> on that table and said that's where she sat. And she'd answer all my phone calls for me. Yeah, I, I would call Barbara, you know, from four doors <laughs> down and I would hear. Hello. Hello, Baba does Hey, who's uh, is this Tina? This is Tina. Yeah, can I take a message? Um, no, actually, I was hoping to t- uh, talk to Barbara. Uh, she's really busy right now. No, I I know. I just watched her. Okay, wa- bye. <laughs> <laughs> and we made our own fun. Bring, bring. Hello, Baba Tina, 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 Tina. Don't do not do not hang up on me, Tina. I I'm need really to t- busy right now. No, Tina, I need to talk to Barbara. <laughs> Put Barbara. Can on. I take a message? No, you cannot. Okay, bye. Tina. <laughs> At some point, though, I found Tina dead on, she had a bullet in her head, <laughs> so I had to hire Hillary. I don't know, and I don't, I, I don't know how Tina got a bullet in her head. I really don't. I found her slumped over that tiny little desk. It was very disturbing. <laughs> yeah, we didn't go insane while we were working. <laughs> nah. But after you left, then I was really sad and lonely, Aww. and I got I got moved on to a new show. And the um, showrunner is like, is one of those people that you look the first time you meet, you go, I don't like that person. That yeah. guy goes, I don't like that person. It's it was a mutual dislike. We yeah. were of different tribes, I guess. But you know, I was I really dependent on that job. I really needed that job because I was saving up for like mm, IVF and like a fucking life, you know, outside right. of an apartment. Yeah. And so I wanted to keep that job. But um, yeah. So when we finally started working together, and for anyone who has never been in an editing room, I'm sitting at a desk like working on a computer, and then everyone else is sitting behind me, and they are like telling me what they want and whatever and then I play back stuff and yeah you have big monitors and they can see what's going on and then yeah. you have a little keyboard and you're making the changes they're as they're calling them out and it's a small room it's very intimate you have to like the people you're working with because you're spending a lot hours and hours you know yeah. so like our first edit session he comes in with the other showrunners and like he ca- immediately calls me darling like he's reading a fucking like playbook <laughs> like how do I upset this woman did he take it out of his uh, Hawaiian shirt by any chance oh boy no wrong company <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Um, so he's, he really sets the tone by going like, fuck you, bitch, hey, sweetheart. Yeah. So somewhere he found this really high chair, uh-huh. like the kind of like you have to spin until you get it really high. Uh-huh. And he like wheels it into my office and sits right behind my head. Okay. So he's literally higher than you. Or... Yes. He's okay. literally higher. And he's at an angle where if I tr- want to turn around and talk to the people sitting on the couch behind me, he's still out of my line of vision. Uh-huh. So I have to turn around and only look at him. Uh-huh. God. That is some advanced bullshittery. Bullshittery. Barbara. Yes. You're bearing the lead on this one. I'm a- <laughs> well, look, smart man, you know, he knows I can't see him. And he's way high up. <laughs> so how's he gonna point stuff out to me? Using his voice? No. Okay, then how's he gonna do it? For some reason he's got like a three foot long stick. <laughs> <laughs> he carries around the fucking stick. And he points to things <laughs> that he... W- <laughs> I don't even know how to 
this makes sense. On your computer. S- somehow he, ma- <laughs> he manages to find a reason to point the stick like right be- like, by my ear <laughs> through <laughs> from behind my head. At like the monitor, or like I don't know if he's telling me to push, but like push that button. <laughs> the man has a fucking stick he wields behind my head. <laughs> Does he like press the keys for yes. you? <laughs> okay. Like, how is this okay? I don't know. <laughs> but you know, it's like there's nothing to like say in that situation. Like, there's three other men in that room, at least two other men in that room, and no one is saying anything about this. Uh, it's it's not that funny when you're depending on a paycheck for a life, right. you know? Yes. The only things I could do is, like, at, w- at one point he goes, he was like, <clears throat> the show was suffering. Like, you know, like, they were finding their footing. That's a really nice way of putting it. And at one point he was, like, saying a bunch of ideas and stuff to the people above him who were sitting I mean, there. not literally above him. Because no. <laughs> because he made that impossible. <laughs> Um, and he, and he, he said, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just spitballing ideas here. And I just turned around and said, they're all bad. (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone laughed. I'm sure that was the end of it for me, the start of the end. Um, but, um, one day before a meeting, um, I took that chair Mm -hmm. in my, because now also tiny office, I have a couch where everyone should be sitting. Mm -hmm. And then this, you know, this super tall chair that's Uh, fucking um, in my office. You mean this high chair? The high chair? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I pulled up. I like unclipped the tray, you know, with all the like the carrots on it. <laughs> you wiped off all yeah. the mashed potatoes, <laughs> and I took the chair and I wheeled it into uh, a closet. Yeah. Okay. Good. And closed the door. Mm-hmm. I got the chair out of my office. Yeah. And then the meeting was about to start, mm-hmm. and everyone files into my office. And he's like, "Oh, where's the chair? Oh, I, I don't know. Where's?" I don't know where it is. I don't. And then we, everyone, like, okay, we gotta, we gotta find the chair. And so everybody, <laughs> we gotta find the chair. Everybody leaves my office. You know, I thought it'd be weird if I didn't too. So then, like, me and four men are like wandering around. Like, where, where is this chair? Like, where could it be? And like, <laughs> so we spent like twenty minutes looking for the chair. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it was a good feeling, Vera. Oh, it sounds like a good feeling. Was no, I, I wish it had been at Tina's desk because that would have I been. I know. Nice. <laughs> it's like you can sit in your high chair, but you need to use yeah. Tina's desk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Barbara. So yeah. So well, you know. It, I'll just sum up what happened with that job is I I ended up complaining to the person at the top. That person said, uh, who is a woman? And I think actually that point's kind of important. Yeah. Um, I told her what he called me and she said, oh, just ignore it. He's he's from a big family of women. And then I was like, oh, he uses a stick. Oh, that's his thing. He just has this. And so then finally I quit. <laughs> and then a week later, I got a job that paid me like twice as much yeah. with like minimal effort. Oh, I got a job because you ran into a director I worked with. Who thought I was you. At John Schnepp's screening. Yeah, premiere for his thought movie. I, uh, like the serendipity of that, right? Usually I'm uncomfortable with, you know, being <laughs> being mistaken for a totally different what, person. What do, you, what do you normally say? Normally I would just sort of like... Um, you, you wouldn't engage. Really. I, w- I wouldn't engage. I'd try yeah. and be polite. Yeah. I wouldn't engage. But in this particular uh, circumstance, I did engage. And because of that connection, it led back to you. And he... You, you probably told him I was looking for work. Yeah. Because I just quit. Yeah. So then he hired you. And then all of a sudden, I was like, here, IVF doctor, here's all the money. I think it's a really good example of taking a leap of faith, mm-hmm. even though 
you're afraid because you were afraid to leave this job that you needed, but it, everything was telling you to do that. It's real. It's it's a really hard decision. The weekend before I quit, I was I went to go meet the person I was with at the time, and I was sitting in a restaurant waiting for him, and all of a sudden I started I started crying so hard that I was mm-hmm. seriously head in hands like uncontrollable weeping by myself in a restaurant. It was that oh, wow. awful. And he, to his credit, said, quit. Yeah. Please quit. Please quit. I'll fig- we'll figure it out. Like, I needed that encouragement because at that point I was like, I don't know if I can quit a job. and Even one that's so terrible and, yeah. and such a bad fit. And, and people are literally telling you to suck it up. And Yeah, a somebody, woman some- is telling me it's okay to be called sweetheart. Yeah, and a guy is literally sitting above you. Well, until I took his chair yeah, away. Yeah, until you... <laughs> Anyway, so that was my store. That's a great store. I wish I wish it had happened when I was 25. It happened when I was like 39 or 38. And I know it sounds ridiculous. And there's a part of me that's like, oh my God, I hit his chair. But I had no recourse. Might as well make it funny. Well, I mean, let's be realistic, though. You had your boss telling you you had no recourse. So yeah. this is not something that's in your mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We are both, we're still reading. We're still reading. Oh I'm, my gosh. I'm, I'm, my goal this week is to finish it up. And again, it's not a book that I dislike. I just... The ethical um, slut we're talking about. Yeah, ethical slut. I'm just having trouble relating to it. But you know, I've been talking to our friend Natalie. Who, um, by the way, just sent in a recording of How We Met. I have not listened to it yet. Oh, awesome. I cannot wait to do that. Yes. Though. And she's she's been answering my questions. And you have a friend, Sammy, who's got some experience too. Maybe we can get her on. Oh, she's like a pro dater. She's amazing. Yeah. And just a wonderful and kind person person and um and I'm not jealous at all don't worry (laughs) and yeah so I think we're going to get to the bottom of this I really do think that probably what's right for me right now is something kind of along these lines Mm -hmm. because I just yeah I don't think I'm up for a relationship right now okay but I think there are other meaningful ways that you can have relationships that don't fit into this mold you know absolutely that is the one thing I'm getting very clearly from this book so far is the fact that like the old setup is not relevant or doesn't need to be relevant Mm -hmm. yeah the old getting married one man one woman whole life or even two men two women like wait two women two men married together as four people oh yeah that's what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) because that's in this book yeah Uh, that's the kind of thing that's like, ugh, just you know what the thing is that's tripping me up the most is the fucking is the mention of the kids and they really they keep mentioning the children you know because I think if you are going to be responsible with your polyamory you there may be children involved and I think it's paramount that the children are really taken care of you know you, I mean you and I I think think about that because we are doing a podcast about sexy times mm-hmm. I I always think about my son and like how this is going to impact him when he gets older and that's why I leave him out mm-hmm. I don't tell stories about him that I think could be objectionable you know of course it's something that's on our minds well you know I mean my son has expressed to me and his father that he does not want us to get a divorce we've we don't we don't argue we don't talk about divorce there's nothing that would suggest that our what we have as a family is going to change mm-hmm. and even so he is worried about that like the, the family dynamic for him has to be very straightforward very simple very stable mm-hmm. from having watched our our mother date after our parents split up mm-hmm. she did not date a lot of people but when she did even if it was a long-term person that she was dating that was very destabilizing to me even that even a just a vanilla man and woman yeah going on dates getting remarried like that was traumatizing to me that's a huge thing to me I don't want to I've had two relationships since the kids were born like long longer term relationships and the first one like they really got to know him yeah 
it was he was here a lot and our kids hung out well i mean i think he got attached to the kids too i think he loved the kids more than me i'll be honest okay all right well <laughs> um but but then the other uh the other woman I dated, she spent a lot of time here, too, and they loved her. And yeah. they're old enough that if I brought someone home, they would remember them. You know, if I'm bringing someone home, that person has to be a fucking person who's going to who I want to be here for a while. You know, yeah, if that's not going to happen, I still want to have companionship. So anyway, so uh, next week we're going to record, right? Yeah, we are. We are. We are. We absolutely are. We're going to... Don't say it like that. We are. <laughs> no, just because you changed the look in your eye when you said it. <laughs> okay. Um, happy Halloween. I hope you have a wonderful Halloween when I see you in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go out trick-or-treating with the kids. It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. One more thing. What? My tiny pumpkin. Yeah. Won the pumpkin <gasps> carving contest last night. Oh, yeah. Barbara has a tiny pumpkin, and she made an Instagram about her tiny pumpkin, and I was like, wait, oh, this oh. is a good Instagram on about a tiny pumpkin. Wait, let me give the backstory, though. I grew it. Yeah, I, grew it grew it. My, I had grew a pumpkin it. patch this year yeah. in my I mean, house. she didn't obviously didn't grow it for that long because <laughs> when I saw the tiny pumpkin, I literally was like, oh, I was speechless. I was like, I could not believe that it, the pumpkin was that small. And I carved it and then I set it on top of a, a tea light, a battery operated yeah. tea light. Like I just <laughs> cut a hole in the bottom and then the little light is in the pumpkin. And it is smaller than the tea light, right? Yes, it is. It is so small. It is. You must have used an exacto knife to cut yes. it because it is so fucking tiny. It, it, it blew my mind. And then, so yeah, so then... Um, the host of the party announced that I won and then like I walked around with this pumpkin <laughs> and people were like oh my god are you an artist <laughs> like people could not believe how tiny it was it doesn't look like a real pumpkin it's that small yeah yeah good work Barbara <laughs> yeah, thanks <laughs> okay. bye bye